Being an expert sucks. As a teacher of spiritual intelligence and emotional health, I get cornered into being the guy who has all the answers. I'd like to take this opportunity to make a confession. I don't. What I do have are convictions. I have theories. I have questions. I find myself looking around and I'm like, we can't stay here. Stop setting up your tent. We can't stay here. Through my journey, it's become evident that being a participant is no longer enough. It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Mike Mayashiro. Um, and I am stoked about today's episode, you guys. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, I'm going to wait to tell you about it, but oh man, it's exciting. Um, but before we get into that, I want to tell you guys a little bit about um, what it's been like working with my sister and having a baby in the mix. It's been such an interesting transition and lifestyle choice and having a value obviously for family and wanting to be able to support that. It's interesting to have my little sister bringing Fox, my niece, who's six months old, to meetings, you know, to things that are happening. Um, and there are times where it's like, no, Mika, we need you to get a babysitter. That needs to be a focus time, whatever. But there are other times where Mika and I will be meeting at her house in her living room, going over some stuff and Fox is over there crawling around, kind of crawling screaming about something, laughing, whatever. We sometimes just stop what we're doing and just look at her. <laughs> just because she's so mesmerizing. Um, but one thing I do love about this whole thing, I told Mika last night, I was leaving her house. I was like, Mika, us working together in this capacity and me having to come to your place or whatever has really done wonders for our relationship, don't you think? She's like, oh yeah, for sure. And for Numa. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Um, Mika and I weren't seeing a ton of each other when she had a full-time job and doing all her other stuff and all that. Um, and you'll see, you'll listen, I'm going to interview her on my podcast so you guys get to hear from her and hear her journey. Um, but since she stepped away from her full-time job and is like going into the entrepreneur stuff and just running her own income streams, it's been amazing for us to get to collaborate more and like put more value into what we're building with Numa. But it's also been amazing for our connection and being able to just have more like life on life, which has let me spend more time with my niece. Um, I went to Japan for 10 days and when I came back, she treated me like I was some stranger that she didn't like want around my niece. I was like, what is happening? She, she used to like me and like smile a little bit. And then she treated for like a few weeks. She would just like, give me this disapproving look and kind of give me an up down and just not sure about who I was and move on with her life. I was just constantly disapproved by my niece. I was like, oh, this is horrible. Um, and then we went on a couple trips and, you know, spent time together and I think she got kind of used to me and now when she sees me, she smiles immediately. She crawls on my lap. We spend time together and I'm like trying to be more intentional about making sure that I'm around her on a regular basis so she can be accustomed to my atmosphere and know who I am. And I think it's more on a spiritually like a spiritual level than anything else. Like she's responding to the energy of my, my atmosphere, you know, and like getting familiar with that more than just my appearance or my voice. Although obviously those things are factors as well. So anyway, as that's been more of a thing, um, we've been talking about engaging with developing curriculum for discerning spirits for children, not for babies. It's a little intense, but um, for children. And so I'm actually hoping for, and this will get into, you know, the subject for today. In 2020, I'd like to... At the recording of this, it's the end of 2019. I'd like to have our first NUMA Kids Camp, where specifically it's going after teaching the kids, obviously having fun and doing the summer camp thing, but also going after spiritual intelligence and the gift of discernment and learning how to recognize what's happening in the spirit realm as a kid. What does that look like? What does the conversation sound like? What, what's the verbiage? What are the concepts? Super excited about that. Obviously, it's all still like new and we're working it out, but I've been trying to pay attention to this for the last few years. I've had several moms come to me and be like, do you have anything for children or parenting? And I'm like, 
I don't. But I'm like, yeah, I guess it's time. We've got to do that. So having Fox around has been obviously a big motivator as well. But I know there are a lot of people out there who want this kind of content for you know their kids and their families and all that. So I'm looking forward to getting to put some of that together for them. Super exciting. Something to look forward to. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but today, you guys, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. And I mean that with all my heart. I love New Year's resolutions. I love them. They're so inspiring to me. They open something up inside of me that I am like super passionate about. The whole idea of New Year's resolutions engages me in this creative place and it's visionary and it allows me to look into the future and say yes to things that aren't available or that don't exist yet that I'm going to partner with and cause to come into the world. I love that. You guys know that you're a creative being. You came from the creator and you yourself are a creator. And so it's the most natural thing in the world for you to create stuff. It's what you're supposed to do. And so New Year's resolutions to me are this annual like um, return to this perspective and persona that this is who I am. This is what I bring. And I want to say yes to that and set my intention for the next year. It's just a short period of time. I'm going to focus on these things for this next year. And it's not so much just the discipline and the daily habits. Obviously, those are practical things as well. But it's more importantly, the seed that I'm sowing in the vision of my own heart that I'm identifying with clarity and saying yes to for this next year. Like, I don't know how it's going to happen yet, but I want this to happen this year and this and this. And so I spend like the last week of the year, just kind of going on walks with the Lord and just renewing to this note that I open on my app on my phone. I have a note every year. It says 2018 New Year's resolutions, 2019 New Year's resolutions. So I'm about to start my 2020 New Year's resolutions. I'm just going to write out all the dreams that are in my heart. I'm not going to get excessive. I'm not writing hundreds. It's usually about 20 to 30 things I want to see happen in the year. Some of them are tiny. Some of them are huge and they're across the board. Um, and I love this. And at the end of this episode, you guys, I want to tell you about some cool things coming up in 2020 at the beginning of the year to help kickstart your New Year's resolutions. So be sure to stay tuned to the end. We've got some really cool stuff that I want to make sure you know about so you can take advantage of that at the beginning of this next year. I know I am. Oh my gosh. Uh, so many cool things going on there. Anyway, um, so just to get us started in this episode, you guys, I know you don't need a New Year's resolution to make change in your life. You don't need to wait for the beginning of the year to start doing stuff that matter. I get that totally. And it's a thing. Um, so I'm not saying that New Year's resolutions are doing something that other things can't. Like you having like willpower and discipline and vision, you can do that in April. You can do it in September. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to wait for the first of the year to do that stuff. But there is this current, like this um, rhythm in our culture where at the beginning of a new year, there's this new beginning thing. And I legitimately, based on my experience over the last probably seven years, I believe that there's actually a shift and a transition in the spirit when a new year begins where things are actually more accessible and you can move into things with a little bit more ease um, at that point in the year than other times. I believe that. I'm not saying you have to. I just think that's a thing. And whether I'm right or not, it doesn't matter. My faith makes it so. And so for those of you who actually want to see transition and transformation in your life, you want this next year to be the best year ever, the best year you've ever seen, that's available that's an agreement you get to make. And so you can I'm, consider this an invitation. Feel free to accept in your heart right now that 2020 is going to be the best year you've ever experienced thus far in your life. And I'm not saying that out of principle and root behavior. I'm saying that out of hope and anticipation and faith. You know what I mean? Um, and I actually believe that 2020 is going to be the best year I've ever experienced. I'm so excited. I ex- I'm looking forward to massive increase 
Um, both externally, but also inwardly. I'm, I think I'm going to go to a new depth as a human being this year, just in my own personal journey with the Lord and things that I've like avoided for years in my heart, in my process, things that I've been afraid of or whatever. I'm seeing a lot of growth in that area. And I feel like this next year, there's going to be a lot of uprooting of things that have no business being in my life, which I'm excited about. But also conversely, at the same time, seeing a lot of increase and prosperity in the things that I have been sewing into already in the meantime, or like since then, you know, uh, in the past. Um, so I'm expecting massive growth, both in, inwardly and outwardly, in a pretty dramatic way. I think more than I've seen thus far, which I am so excited about. And I want to invite you guys into saying yes to that for you, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever. But I think this next year is a big deal. Also, and I'm not trying to be that prophetic dude. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not that person. But I have to say this because it's on my heart. <laughs> We're starting a new decade. Like, it's not just a new year. It's a new decade. We're entering, entering the 2020s whoa, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? That's huge. And so I don't want to let this thing pass. I don't want this turn of the decade come without, um, what's the word? Acknowledgement, without commemoration, without respect and honor in my heart for what's here. I want to say yes to that thing and I want to pay tribute to it. I want to be able to receive, but also contribute to what is happening to us in the timeline of history. You guys, where we are in history right now is unprecedented as far as we know. This is unbelievable what's going on. I mean, I was talking to Mika yesterday, my sister, and she was um, working with my assistant, and she's like, wow, it's so weird that you just updated the Trello board and I can see it on my screen right now. She's like, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, if you think about it a little too much, the internet will blow your mind. It'll like, you'll just short circuit. It's just shocking that what, that we have Wi-Fi, you know what I mean? That we have the internet. It's incredible that this thing exists, let alone smartphones and cars and heaters and you know, Apple TV and Disney Plus, like, what, you guys? Like, it's crazy what we have available to us. The fact that you can own books, that you could buy a book for a dollar, for $5, for $10. There was a point in history where literally, you, economically, you weren't allowed to buy a book. You didn't have access to that kind of knowledge, let alone afford it. You know what I mean? Only wealthy people and royalty had access to knowledge and information like that. It was reserved for the elite. And now you get access to all the information in the world at the tip of your fingertips. You have people's best life work written in a book and given to you, sold to you for $10, $8. You can buy books at Goodwill for two bucks. These books have the power to change your life. It's the, where we're at in history right now, you guys, is incredible. It, social media. Oh my God, we even talk about like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. TikTok, am I right? Anyway, you guys, the fact that you have that kind of access to all, I mean, I think I've talked about this before, but talked about this before, but this is crazy. It is a game changer. And so with all the things that are available to all of us now and the economy we live in and the prosperity we're experiencing, even just in America, let alone any other country, um, what you can do with this stuff and the amount of resource and opportunity that's available to you is unheard of. It is ridiculous. Okay. So going into the new year, going into 2020, the turn of this new decade, knowing where you are in history, knowing what's been poured into and invested into you, your education, your development, your, your community, your environment, all those things, you are set up for success. You have such an opportunity to make an impact in this world, to change your socioeconomic status, to change the history of what your family lineage is getting, going to get to experience from here on out. You may have never had a billionaire in your life, in your family. You could be the first one, the first millionaire, the first person with a six-figure income, the first person to graduate from college, whatever. You could be the first. It doesn't matter what's happened before you. That's what's so cool. And that's part of why like, we're doing the Nouveau Riche thing at NUMA. That's the group we have that's dedicated towards resourcing and equipping and empowering entrepreneurs people who want to go into entrepreneurship who've only ever been employees or not known that world. Nouveau riche is French for the new rich. 
Um, and basically meaning that this person generated wealth within their own generation that they didn't inherit it. And usually it's a derogatory term, but I'm like, that's incredible. And that's us, you guys. We are the nouveau riche. We are the new rich. It's okay if you didn't have wealth in your generation or in your family line, if no one before you ever had a ton of money. You can change that forever now. Like anybody can. It's crazy. Okay, I got to stop talking about that because I could talk about it for a long time. It's, it's amazing. Seriously, don't let this time pass you without you re- recognizing what's available. You know what I mean? So going into a new year, I love getting to spend some quality time alone with the Lord. I typically go on walks in the brisk cold. I'm bundled up and I'm going on a walk, getting away from everyone else and going into nature and just communing with the Lord, just talking to him about my life, about what happened this last year. So I'll typically spend some time just reflecting on 2019 or the the past year and just what happened this year and just reflecting with the Lord. Like, God, this happened. Oh yeah, this happened. Remember this? Thank you for this. Just kind of taking inventory and remembering the things that took place in my life, whether it was professionally or personally or relationally or financially or geographically, whatever, any of those things, I just want to reflect and appreciate and remember. So I'll pull up my 2019 New Year's resolutions phone or um, note and just go over what I wanted to see happen this year. You guys, I'm going to be vulnerable in this episode. I'm going to read you some of my resolutions. I'll read you some that came true and I'll read you some that didn't, which sucks for me. That's awkward. But I want you guys to understand, like, it's okay if it doesn't come true. Like, put it down there and then let your hope and your faith go to work. The things that were actually there that were connected to reality will show up. They will manifest. The things that you weren't ready for didn't show up and it's okay. There's no condemnation there. And you get to either ignore it and let it go or move it on to the 2020 note. Okay, so let's read some of mine. Oh God, and listen, no judgment, all right? Or if you judge me, just don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay, number one on my list was hit $100,000 of income annually. That happened for me in October. What? It's the first year that I'd made over $100,000 a year. So being in the six-figure income earner class, like that's not money that was handed. It's stuff I built, you know what I mean? And so I'm super grateful and like proud of that. I'm like, shoot, that like changes something. I was in Miami last weekend and um, I was in my hotel room and I was about to go to a dinner with all like several, there are many people who would be there who are millionaires. Like they, and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. And I was kind of nervous. I was like, oh, I'm going to go... And I was like shocked at the level of like insecurity I was feeling in my hotel room as I was getting ready. I was like, what am I, what? I'm like literally self-talking like, Mike, you're amazing. People love you. Like God loves you. He set you up for success. I'm like, just like walking myself through this, which I don't normally have to do. I was kind of shocked. And then I looked at myself in the mirror in the bathroom. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know why this came up, but this happened. You guys, again, I'm just being honest here. I'm not proud of this. It happened. I looked at myself and I was like, dude, you made over six figures as an entrepreneur this year. Like you're not an employee. No one else is paying your bills. You built that. That, that's a big deal. Like, not everyone knows how to do that. That's amazing. I'm proud of you, Mike. Like, good job. I'm saying that to myself. And as I was saying that, my demeanor and my countenance was, I could feel it changing. I was like, what is happening right now? It was amazing. You guys, the things you say of yourself affect your body. They affect your soul. They affect your heart, right? So be mindful of like your self-talk and also go out of your way and take some time to say some stuff to yourself about you that's true and beautiful and good and amazing. You might need to practice your way into getting to that place, but do it anyway. Push past your feelings and declare things that are true about you. So I literally sat there and looked at myself and was like, dude, you made over six figures this year as an entrepreneur. Like you built that. That's amazing. Good job. I'm proud of you. You're an amazing man. You're a great businessman. I'm saying it to myself, Mike. That's true. And... Left my hotel room, went to the dinner, and kicked booty and had a blast. I had such a great time, and people loved me. And we and I wasn't like this weird guy in the corner, like, I shouldn't be here. I was like, no, I belong here. This is awesome. And I had fun. And I wasn't like arrogant or like, eh. It was just, it was a great time, and I had a blast. Anyway, so that was cool. That happened. 
Um, another one says, save at least $1,000 every month to put toward an investment. <laughs> I did not do that. I mean, I did it some months, but I wasn't intentional about that. I kind of forgot that was one of my resolutions, so awkward. Get my taxes sorted by January 15th. That also did not happen. Moving right along, published Discerning Spirits book. That also has not happened. Okay, we got to keep going. Um, but you get, here's the thing. Like, there are so many things on here that haven't happened yet. There are things that have happened. Regardless, I just want to take a moment. Let's just celebrate this. Let's look at it, all right? Oh, by the way, before I go any further... If you guys want to take a moment and just subscribe to my podcast, I think that'd be a great idea. We'd love for you to continue to get access to the episodes coming later. Join us. Um, if you like this podcast and it's in your heart to give us a five-star review, we wouldn't be mad about that. We'd happily receive that review. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, okay. This says, I ran my first successful ClickFunnels campaign and generated over 10000 in sales. Um, that's a marketing you know, platform and uh, software that I use. The first campaign I did this last year, you guys, I generated over $12,000 in sales. So hit that. Super fun, right? Super cool. I'm glad about that. Create official spirit coaching curriculum with certification. That happened in September. And we certified four out of the, I want to say 11 attendees at our um, NUMA coaching summit. So the curriculum was written and people actually already got certified. So that happened. Big win. That's super cool. Um, hit 50,000 followers on Instagram. Let's just let that awkward, silent hit that did not happen. I think I'm at like 21 something. <laughs> awkward. Ooh, create a new income stream. That happened. The online coaching group that I started back in January, that's new. And then, you know, some of since then. But anyway, um, get incorporated. NUMA is now an LLC. That happened uh, a couple months ago. So that happened. Super cool. A lot of these are business goals, right? Um, let me see. attend two conferences to expand my mind. That happened. That has changed my life. And I want that to continue to be a, a rhythm in my life. But you, and I want to go to new ones. And I, I looked at two or three other ones I wanted to go this year. And I didn't because I had other things going on the same weekends. But that rhythm started to happen. So that happened, which is a big deal. Um, get rid of needy people. I think that probably... I think that happened. I don't know what I meant by that. Get health insurance. Okay, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, if my grandma listens to my podcast, she would kill me. Grandma, I'm sorry. I wanted to see an, optop- an optometrist this year. I haven't done that either. But I did get blue light glasses, and I've taken, I'm taking three different supplements that have helped my eyes, and I don't have eye strain anymore, so maybe I don't even need to do that anymore, but that hasn't happened. Whew. Anyway, that's just like some sampling. So you guys, I just spent some time, and a lot of my goals tend to be business-related because I'm super passionate about business and love what I'm building in, that, in this phase of my life. So a lot of my vision for the year is business-related, but I've got some other things too. Some of them are personal. I don't think it's appropriate to share <laughs> anyway, um, just to give you some examples of that. So I love spending time with the Lord, just kind of taking inventory of the past year. And then this is my most favorite part of the entire thing. I love getting to look at the coming year and imagining with the Lord, what's going to happen? Not what do I think I can pull off? What's possible this year? Not based on me, based on what I see in my heart. You guys, what you can perceive of in your heart and connect to exists already. Okay, there's a, your spirit is not stuck or limited or restricted to time. So, and I've got some mentors in my life who talk about this stuff and I'm like, who are you? What are you talking about? When you tap into desires in your heart and you are connected to and you can feel that emotional pull, like that matters to me, whatever you can see there and as clear as you can see it, that thing you're connecting to already exists. That's why you can see it. I don't think people know that. I think a lot of us think we're just making this stuff up. And I'm not saying you can't. You can make stuff up in your imagination. But the stuff you tap into in the spirit, 
Some of us don't know the difference. There is a difference. The things you tap into in the, in the spirit that actually pull you, you're touching something that already exists. Okay? And then I, I'm not saying it's just going to happen without you. You have choices to make. You get to agree with that thing and say yes to it and allow it to manifest in the natural in a timeline or not. And most of us don't want to do that work and so we don't. Um, I read a book this past year that the author was talking about like how you generate wealth and riches in your life. And one of the things I found so compelling about what he said was the most difficult work a human being will ever do in their life is maintain what is true regardless of what appearances tell them in their mind, that they will not consider another possibility besides what they know is true, even if the natural world tells them otherwise. He's like, that's the most difficult work you'll ever do. And your willpower is designed to hold onto that and refrain from letting it change or allowing any possibility to take away from it. And you hold to that thing. This is called being wholehearted and single-minded. This is biblical. Okay. Um, So anyway, that being said, when you tap into something in the spirit, when you connect to it from that imaginative, hopeful, playful, innocent, childlike, visionary place where you're dreaming about the future and what you want. Realize that thing you're touching is not just something that already exists. By and large, often some of those things are actually assignments given to you that the Lord has tasked you to accomplish, to bring about. Some of them are huge, like you couldn't do by yourself. And so it's hard to even consider it because you're like, I have no idea how that's going to happen. Some of them are silly and little and whatever. Both of them across the spectrum. If you touch it, in the imaginative place, in the spirit realm where you, I'm not saying those are the same thing, but your imagination actually goes into the spirit and you can touch things that exist there. And if you say yes and you make contact and it affects how you perceive now and it changes the choices you make and the things that you agree with and what you'll consider and tolerate in your environment, that thing will accelerate in its manifestation in your life. And that can happen in 2020. Whatever it is, maybe it's a house, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a child, maybe it's whatever the things are, you know, I mean, it's not just money. It's not just tangible stuff. It's anything. You touch it. You agree with it. You believe it. And you don't let the thing around you change. The things around you change what you touched and you hold to that thing. The thing will come to pass. I'm going to quote some scripture right now, just because I think that's important. (laughs) I think this is like Mark 11 or something. This is Jesus talking. All right. Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. If any man says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it and it will be yours. Jesus is telling you to go in your imagination and touch it and then live as if that thing is already here, as if you already have it. You act and choose and live as if that thing is already among you, whatever it is. And you do not choose as if it's not. You treat it like it's real now. And you do not let that idea be tampered with. Eventually, you guys, I don't know what the time frame is. It it varies. That thing will show up. It's law. It's how this works. It's the weirdest thing. And I can show you the last four years of my New Year's resolutions. And I can show you the things that I didn't have any tangibility toward it. There's nothing showing up that I could prove you this was going to happen, that it was logical. And yet, give it a year, the next year, it happened in a bigger way than I actually imagined. I'm like, whoa. And so I haven't done this yet, but I am so excited to go spend time with the Lord and look at 2020. I'm excited to see what's there because I don't know yet. I actually have no idea. That's not true. I have some ideas, but that's all plans. I have other things that will show up that I don't even know are going to be there. And I'm so excited to see them for the first time. It's like Christmas, but better. This is like better than Christmas, man, because this is stuff that God's going to give me. Not that, anyway. (laughs) So that being said, you guys, I mean, obviously you can hear that I'm excited about this. I can't help it. I think it's so cool. One of the most um, 
unique distinct distinctions about you as a created being that separates you from every other creature in existence is your ability to create. Dogs and whales and chickens and trees cannot create things. They obviously procreate and they make things after themselves or whatever, but they can't cause things to come into existence. They can't touch something in the spirit and then decide that it should be here and then cause it to manifest. They can't do that. You can. You can. Okay? So as we look at the new year thing and we see this turn, I would like to encourage you to get sucked into the imaginative possibility world. Let Walt Disney grab your hand and just drag you down, you know, 2020. (laughs) Maybe not Walt Disney. Let Jesus grab your hand. (laughs) But look at like what could happen in your life. And don't get hung up on, those of you who are super practical and, or fearful or whatever, don't get hung up on how it's going to happen. Let go of the how. You have to release that. Just bury it in the ground and don't worry about it. Let the Lord handle it. When you plant an apple seed for an apple tree to come, you don't do anything to that seed, right? You plant it in the soil and then all you do is water and take care of the soil. You do nothing to the seed. You release the seed to nature and you let nature do what it can do. In the same way, when you have dreams, when you have desires, when you have things you want to see happen in your life, do not get all obsessed and hung up on the how. The how will be shown to you. And when you're inspired and it's directed, then follow it. But you don't have to come up with it. You don't need to make this happen. You obsessing over the how focuses on the lack and the fact that it's not here yet. It is you dwelling on the absence of the thing, which is not faith. It's the other thing. That thing will not create. So do not spend your energy or time on the how yet. The how will come later. It must be divinely inspired. Okay? So you spend your time simply focusing and clarifying, focusing on and clarifying what exactly is it you're looking at. How clear, how specific can you be about the thing? How connected can you get? Not out of manufacturing, but out of relationship, out of proximity, out of consideration. You let that thing speak to you. You let it reveal itself. You let it get nice and clear. I look like this. I'm going to do this. I sound like this. Here's what I'm like. Here's where I come from. You just kind of like let it talk to you, if you will. This is kind of weird. It's a thing. Don't worry about the how. Don't worry if it seems astronomical. Literally, I don't care if you've only ever made $30,000 a year in your life. If you see $100,000 a year, not out of ambition, not out of that would be nice, but you actually feel a pull like, oh, I think that's here. You say yes to that. I don't care if it's a million dollars. You go from $30,000 a year to a million in a year. That can happen. People have done that. Many, 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 many people have done that already. It's not impossible. That's available. You know what I mean? And maybe it doesn't happen this next year. Maybe it does. That's actually not up to you. The only thing that you have to do is say yes to what you have touched. And you will be guided. Literally, you guys, you will wake up in the morning with these ideas, these like thoughts. And if you follow them and you like execute on the inspiration you're given, it's shocking the results that come from that place. I'm not trying to be weird about this, but it's a thing. You don't just go and like work hard. That's not what creates in this world. You realize like hard work isn't enough. Hard work is part of it for sure. Don't get me wrong. Like it's definitely going to show up. But the hard work you bring to the table should come from inspiration and vision and hope for what's possible, not because you're trying to make something happen. Your hard work should be in the form of obedience and response, not trying to make something happen. You're not working for something. You're working um, because of it. I hope that makes sense, that distinction. Anyway, so that being said, you guys, I'm not saying you just like sit in your closet, cross your fingers and rock back and forth and wish for something. I'm saying you spend time with the Lord, you let yourself be connected to what already is available to you, and then you say yes to it. And from that place, as you hold it in your heart, you will be guided and inspired and you'll be given instruction on how to move forward. 
in that place, you execute. You go to town, you do the things. You take the risks, you read the books, you go to the conferences, you talk to the people, you whatever, and you go do it. Fortune favors the brave. Those of you who are willing to trust in what you have and say yes to it and cast your lot, we'll see things, crazy things happen. So worth it. All right, we're running out of time. We gotta wrap this up. That being said, um, you guys, I have three different things I want you guys to know about from NUMA. All of them are services slash groups that you can be part of to help you execute on some of your New Year's resolutions that are a big deal that you want to see happen in your life. I find a lot of people have trouble making these things happen because they don't have the right support around them. They don't have the right accountability. They don't have anybody else going after it. They feel alone. They feel overwhelmed. They don't know the path. So these groups were specifically designed to help find people who are looking for these results and want the community and the support and the guidance and the roadmap to execute on this stuff on a regular basis so that those results can come. Okay? So there are three types of people that I want to um, make sure they know about this opportunity, these opportunities. If you want to step into entrepreneurship, or you're already a business owner and you want to take it to the next level, we have our Nouveau Riche All Access Membership Group. Um, you can apply to be part of this, and basically what you're going to get is an hour coaching with one of our business coaches. You'll have the whole group where there's a, an exclusive group you're in, and there are threads that go on every week. Whether it's, um, it's on Facebook, there's... Um, a goal for the week. Everyone gets to post their goals for the week. We promote other people's businesses and what they've got going on, um, recognizing people's accomplishments. And then on Friday, the who hit their goals, they get to declare what happened and all that. Um, but your coach is going to be working with you on these parameters and everyone's working toward their own goals. We're already doing this, but the start of 2020, jump in, join us. This group is like people who are going after this stuff together and the results we were seeing already for the first, it's only been like three weeks. It's so cool seeing what people are already accomplishing and the momentum and the camaraderie and the excitement and the support it's legit. So business owners are people who want to, mm, people who want to build a business or start a business. That's for you. So that's our Nouveau Riche All Access membership. If you're interested in that, that'd be worth it. Um, if you want to be a spirit coach or learn the, the tools and strategies on how to spirit coach someone, whether that's you personally just want to benefit from those tools yourself in your own life, or you'd like to help other people in this area, um, we have our online coaching group. You can join that. That's another different group of people going after spirit coaching and learning how to guide people Help them identify their agreements with evil. Help them recognize agreements with the Lord and truth. How to partner with him in that place and walk it out. Super helpful, super practical, game changing. So there's that. And then lastly, if you want to get your finances under control, whether it's getting out of debt or just getting your income and expenses kind of sorted and like under control or like starting to build, you know, investment for the future, this group's for you. That's our Unscrewing Your Finances group. This is a group of people going after getting their finances under control and ready to build toward wealth. Um, if that's something you have a value for, then you want to join that group. It's the same structure where you're going to have a, a finance coach. Um, you're going to be able to engage with other people going after this. You're going to have a budgeting sheet that we've designed that's insanely helpful. And actually, I'll share this as well. I, <laughs> I haven't used a budget in a few years now because I haven't had to. But I'm like, you know what? I want the discipline. I want the reward. I want to track this stuff and be able to measure and monitor the, the, the things because the reward that comes from just even knowing that stuff is worth it. But then also getting to see the big outcome later. So that being said, I'm actually going to use the same budgeting sheet that our on-screen finances people are using. Um, so to be part of any of this, you guys, for Nouveau Riche, you can email nouveaureche at numaculture.com. That's spelled N-U-V-O-R-I-C-H-E at numaculture.com. For the online coaching group, you can email coaching at numaculture.com. And then for the Unscrewing Your Finances group, you can email contact at mikemayashiro.com. Put Unscrewing Your Finances group in the subject line for that one. Um, and you guys, these groups will be 
there to help support the rhythm, the habits, the choices you need to be making to build the life that you want. Let's go into the new decade with a game plan, with the support system, with the accountability, and with the clarity and roadmap to actually execute on the things that we want to do. Um, Spend time with the Lord, you guys, before January 1st hits and get that stuff moving. Tap into what's possible and say yes and just write it down. Save it somewhere that you can check at the end of 2020 and just see what happened in the year. Don't miss out on this opportunity. It's incredible. It's worth it. I promise you want to do this. All right, you guys. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. We'll check you out next time. Listen, there's more where this came from. If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out MikeMyashiro.com.